Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you find yourself in. It is Kinsey Presnell, and I just want to welcome you to episode number 19 of Kindle and Kerosene. I also just want to tell you that I am super thankful and super excited that you're here today. You know, we are plugging our way right through January. By the time this episode releases, it'll be mid-January, so how is your new year going so far? I really hope that you're finding your groove and you're already making great progress towards your 2021 goals or intentions or whatever it is you set for this year. I know that in our house, things are finally getting back into a routine that we can handle and manage and it's familiar. You know, now that the kids are back in school and activities have resumed and our schedules aren't fluctuating all over the place, you know. I appreciate a Wednesday or Thursday or whatever days we had off over the last few weeks, but I also appreciate a normal schedule that I can predict and count on. So I'm kind of thankful to be back in a routine. But if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I really want to begin to challenge you to implement the things that you're learning. And that's not just with this podcast, but anything that you are listening to or reading or watching, right? Let's implement these things that we're learning. I know that for myself, I definitely have to be very intentional on what actions I plan on taking each and every week. As I take in information from books and podcasts and videos and classes or really any other platform, it's really, really easy for me to let the information go in one ear and out the other. It's like I'm just consuming but never implementing. But checking the box and consuming and simply listening or reading something, it doesn't really change me, right? And it doesn't really change you either. I have to actually implement what I'm learning, because consuming doesn't make me change. I have to find ways to take the information and apply it to my life in the season that I find myself in. And it's funny, you know, I can listen to something or read something or watch something and at different seasons in my life, I get something totally different from it. Now, I want to challenge you really as you listen and as you learn to just do the same. Don't just consume right? Find something that you can implement this week. It can be something just super duper small and just do it. Think about it. Write down what you're going to do and then just keep track of how you did. Whether you write it down or have a checklist or you just mentally think about it enough to know, man, I'm on track. Yes, I'm doing the things I said I was going to do. Whatever works best for you. But we've got to implement, guys. All right. On to today's episode. As I was thinking through over what I wanted to talk about this week, I really kept getting hit with the same thought over and over and over. It's a word that came up during our church service at the end of the year, and it's a word that I continue to go back to. 
I feel like it's just such a great illustration of the last year of my life. And as I did my 2020 review, which yes, I did wait until New Year's Eve to do, but it is done and I took my time and it was really amazing and fun to go through it. But as I did my review, the word really seemed to reflect all that happened in my life last year. Not only did it happen last year, but it's just continuing to happen day in and day out. And that word is refinement. See, we all need refinement in different areas of our life. But before we can refine anything, we must be willing to pull out a light and expose all of the areas that need changing. Honestly, so many parts of last year did this for me. So many parts. And I'm not going to even pretend like I liked it because a lot of them I didn't even enjoy at all. From workouts to challenges to circumstances I had no control over to trials to changes that we were forced to make, all of them exposed something. And maybe it was a lack of skill or a lack of planning or a terrible response. Whatever it was, that exposure brought out the need for improvement for me in various areas. But see, as humans, we avoid things that are uncomfortable, right? We want to be safe. We want to be familiar. It's our human nature, honestly. We want quote-unquote normal, which I don't even know how you would define normal these days. It changes every day, it seems like. We want comfortable. And I actually went through a course last year when we were shut down with a guy named Seth Ellsworth, and it was all about creating our new normal. And I've actually been working on a podcast for that from things that I learned through his course, which was fantastic. And so I'll be sharing some of what I learned with you here in the next few weeks. But we must be willing to expose ourselves to different things so that we can find our weaknesses. We've got to pull out a light and shine it brightly. And then we have to sit and take full responsibility for where we find ourselves in any given area. And that is the part that we like to avoid. Right? Taking full responsibility for where we find ourselves in any given area. Why do we avoid it? Because honestly, it, like, it kind of sucks. I mean, who wants to sit down and look at all of the areas that need improvement? I don't know about you, but I like to focus on the things that I'm pretty good at. As humans, we purposefully shield ourselves from anything that might expose the slightest weakness. We don't go do things where we aren't 100% confident in our skill. Right? I talked about perfection last week. We don't like to be around people that are just levels and levels above us. We pair things we aren't great at with things that we are great at. And we do that because it allows us to hide the area that needs work. The area where we're good, it can easily overshadow the area that needs work. We ignore things we know we need to change by telling ourselves that things are fine. All right, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's like if we just brush it under the rug long enough, it's going to go away. But life doesn't work like that. Weaknesses don't go away just because you ignore them or avoid them. They're still there. And unless you address them, they will be exposed at some point. And trust me, I can save you a lot of heartache here. 
they will be exposed by something or someone. They will be. It might take a really long time. It might take a short amount of time. I don't know. But at some point, those weaknesses will be exposed. And it's much easier to confront them now than it is to wait, pretend like they aren't there, and then have something or someone else unexpectedly expose them. We've got to confront our reality, regardless of how messy it is. And everyone's reality is a little messy, right? Everyone's reality is messy. None of us have it all together. So don't go thinking that you're the only one that's staring at just broken pieces or what feels like broken pieces. Again, I talked about the perfection thing last week. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. No one's perfect. We have to be willing to confront that not-so-perfect reality. And once we confront it, we can begin to change it. We can start the refinement process. But how do you know what to refine unless you take the time to expose the impurities? Right? By definition, refinement is the process of removing impurities or unwanted elements from a substance or the improvement or clarification of something by making small changes. Just let that sink in for a minute. Refinement is the process of removing impurities or un- unwanted elements from a substance or the improvement or clarification of something by the making of small changes. I think we could say that if you refine something, you improve it. So isn't refinement in every area of our life what we're really after? Don't we want to get rid of the not-so-good, the things we don't want, the weaknesses? Don't we want to turn those into good things or strengths? Probably the most well-known refining process is that of gold. The underlying metal is there. The underlying metal is always there. The refining process doesn't produce something new. It just uncovers what's already there. But it takes an intense process to bring out the pure gold, separating it from other metals and impurities. And that process of refining gold, it isn't short. It isn't easy. And I mean, I've never refined gold, but I can't imagine it's super enjoyable. It requires dirty work. It requires patience. It requires sometimes multiple efforts to get the right result. I can just imagine as I think about like refining this gold, like it doesn't always happen. I'm sure they don't get it right the very first time. Right? They have to keep working. They have to keep adjusting. And maybe eventually they see like what they want. So they continue to adjust. They continue to work. And eventually they have the gold, the pure gold. And we've all got gold inside of us, guys. Every single one of us. But so often, we've covered it up with so many other things that we can't even see it anymore. We've gotten so used to and okay with average because honestly, that's what the world tells us we should want, right? Just stay in the middle of the pack. Good enough is fine. You're doing okay. No, just, yeah, just just be in the middle. You're good. Don't draw attention to yourself. Just be average. 
Oh, I hate that. But we've got so used to and okay with average that we have trouble even being willing to start the refining process so that we can actually tap into our potential. So I want you to think about, you know, what areas of your life do you need to expose impurities? Where are you covering up your weaknesses with other things? And this is going to require some deep reflection and the willingness to get your hands dirty a little bit. For some of us, we've covered up our weaknesses or the areas that need to change for so long that we really have convinced ourselves that we are fine and nothing needs to change. But I'd argue that the areas are there. You just need to get yourself a light, like maybe shine it in the corner a little bit under all that stuff that's been buried there and own up and face them. So one of my cover-ups that I'm really good with and my kind of go-to is busyness. Like for me, busyness is often my go-to to cover up any weaknesses in my life or any areas that need refinement and work. And it's just so easy for me and I just keep going back to it. If I don't want to deal with something, it's often really simple. I'll find work to do. If I'm struggling with a relationship, easy enough. I'll swamp myself with busyness. I'll go do something. Why? Because it covers up my weakness or areas that I need to improve. And that's an area that I've been hit hard with over the last few weeks. It's like I get the message from multiple places, right? It was part of the sermon at church. It was the last chapter in the book that I'm reading. Like I'll hear it like a snippet on the radio as the people are talking. Like I get it, right? Somebody's telling me like you need to work on this. So I get it. I need to work on it. But really, if we listen, we're usually going to find that we're convicted by the things that we know deep down we need to work on. I already know I need to work on that. It's just now coming, you know, from multiple angles. Like, hey, it's time now. Stop putting it off. So for me, what happens when I take the busyness away? It exposes places that I've swept under the rug. Listen, y'all, the refinement process isn't pretty. In fact, it's kind of ugly. It forces us to recognize and deal with some things that maybe we've ignored for years. It shows us when we remove the quote-unquote stuff where we actually stand in different areas of life. It can be discouraging and make you mad sometimes. But if you want to get to the good stuff, you have to be willing to take the time to go through the refinement process. I love, love, love this quote from Napoleon Hill. And I would encourage you to write this down. I probably have it written down and I don't even know how many places. But he said, strength and growth come through continuous effort and struggle. I'm going to say that again. Strength and growth come through continuous effort and struggle. And that's really so much of what this refining process is. What life is, honestly, Like sometimes this process, it can be dirty or it's long or it feels uncomfortable. Maybe it feels like a struggle every single day. It takes work, a lot of it. But out of it, out of it comes something beautiful. Once you remove the things you've been hiding behind and shine a light on areas you need to work on, you can actually do meaningful work. Right? Success doesn't come from luck. You're not going to impact or change the world around you by getting lucky. 
right? It comes from getting your hands dirty and actually doing the work. So be honest with your reality and then you can change it. You've got to believe in your potential and your abilities. You've got to know that the treasure, the gold is inside. It's inside of you. It's inside of me. It's inside of all of us. And you've got to know that you can uncover it. But you can't just count on drifting along and going through the motions and pretending that things are all fine if they aren't and expect to uncover the gold. Right? No, that just adds more and more on top that you're going to eventually have to expose and dig through. In the book, Good to Great, Jim Collins says this. He says, retain faith that you will prevail in the end, regardless of the difficulties. And at the same time, confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. I'm going to read that one more time because I think that is such an amazing quote and just such a good picture of how we've got to keep going, right? We've got to keep going. We've got to constantly be reflecting and checking in and looking for ways we can improve. All right, Jim Collins, he says this, retain faith that you will prevail in the end, regardless of the difficulties. And at the same time, confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. Really, you know, I just really think that this is one of the best ways to look at the refinement process for your life. You will get to where you want to go. You will succeed. It'll probably be really hard. You will face resistance. You will experience difficulties. But you will succeed. You will get to the goal, the end, the gold, if you will. But you cannot do that if you aren't willing to confront your reality. If you don't confront your reality, you have no idea what you need to work on. You have no clue what it is you need to change. But expose it, confront it, and then you can refine it. When is the last time that you stopped and allowed your weaknesses to be exposed? That's a good question. When you find a weakness, what do you do with it? Do you start the process of refinement? Or do you blame something or someone? Do you make excuses? Or do you simply ignore it and pretend it's not really happening? Are you continuously putting yourself in a place where you can't hide? I think that's a challenge that we all need to think about. Am I continuously putting myself in a place where I can't hide? As much as I do like to stretch my comfort zone, I'm 100% guilty of keeping myself safe. I don't like the feeling of facing the reality that things need to change. I'll hide them, right? I'm guilty of this just like we all are. I don't enjoy when they get slapped in my face and I finally have to acknowledge them. And I'd bet that you're not very much different. When a weakness is exposed, like honestly, it is all too often for me, I sometimes don't totally like my initial reaction. I wish I could say that my attitude was like a one-off thing, that I respond perfectly most of the time, but I would say it's probably the other way around because I really don't respond perfectly most of the time. 
I've gone through this process enough to pretty much predict my initial reaction. So I'm working on changing it. I've got some work to do here though, for sure. But the more I put myself out there and allow light to shine on the areas of my life that I need to improve, the more I'm able to recognize my response and the faster I'm able to change it. So I think that's like one thing that has helped me is the more that I've put myself out there, the more that I've put myself in a place where my weaknesses can be exposed, where I am confronting my reality, the faster I'm able to recognize my response and change it. And this is what's cool about the refining process. Once you've committed to it, you own it. Like once you commit to it, once you step all in, you own it. You start changing. You see exactly what you need to do. Like what once was hazy, like I'm not really sure, the water feels very murky, it becomes very, very clear. It's like you find a new drive to do the things that you need to do. And even though the process is a bit hard and not always fun, you can see how big of a difference small changes make in the overall picture. So I want to challenge you this week. Expose yourself. Expose yourself. Shine a light on different areas of your life. I'm guessing there's a few things you know already need a light shine on. You already know they should change. So pull a flashlight out and expose them. And then start the process of refinement. One area, one thing at a time. We don't need to change everything at once. Just pick one thing, one thing at a time. I promise if you allow your weaknesses to be seen, you will make a change. You'll be better. You will be better for it. So that is what I've got for you guys today. Trust me, as soon as you find yourself in a place that exposes room for improvement, you might, you maybe you'll be mad. But you'll find so much beauty in the growth process. So if you've been following along, or maybe even if you're new, I just, I would love an update from you. I'd love to know what you're working on. You know, you can find me on social media at Fixed on Fitness or at Kinsey Presnell. You can message me there, or you can shoot me an email to info at fixedonfitness.com. Hearing from you really, really does make me so excited. And if you're local and you're ready to put yourself into an environment where you're constantly challenged and encouraged and maybe have some of those weaknesses exposed, right, around people that are going to lift you up and encourage you, come check out the FOF Training Center. We're located off West Spencerfield Road in Pace. You can try a week for free. And it's just such an amazing place. And it's a place where someone is investing in you day in and day out. If you're not local, we've got great online programs set up where you can do workouts from home or you can get online coaches from coaching from myself or Josh or us together. But either way, we would love to help you however we can. So let's go. Let's do it this week. Let's bring out that gold. I will talk to you guys soon. Let me know if there's anything that you need from me. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed on Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.